It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. Durant the rebound. Durant on the push. KD with a big step to the rim and hammered it home. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. Dubs get a big win against the Denver Nuggets last night. Take a two-game lead for the one seed. Boogie passes best game of the year for the Warriors. Kevin Durant. Grabs a couple technicals, gets ejected. Steph Curry can't see. Draymond is a thief. Tons of things to get to. So stick around for this episode of Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? The Dubs beat the Nuggets last night by a final score, which was not indicative of the actual game because I think we all know what actually happened uh, by a final score of 116 to 102. So the Dubs get a 14-point win, but... That is not reflective of the actual game. Warriors were up by 30 with seven minutes left to go. Uh, It was garbage time, six minutes of garbage time in the fourth. And, uh, I mean, good job for the Nuggets, you know, third and fourth stringers to cut it to 14. But this thing was a blowout from the jump. Uh, Well, you know what? That's actually strong. From the jump, not really. The, The Nuggets had a, I think they were up eight at a certain point in the first quarter. Uh, Warriors started to get it together. Paul Millsap cooled down, and Dubs obviously got out ahead of the Nuggets. Uh, to start the game, it was sloppy, and that's one of the things about this entire game was even with the beatdown, offensively, incredibly sloppy. 24 turnovers for the Dubs. Yeah, 24 Uh, There was a span where they had like eight turnovers and 10 possessions in the third. But we will get to that uh, a little more in-depth in a minute. Uh, Steph opened the game with a three, knocks it down. Steph doing what he does. Millsap, like I said, he was hot for the Nuggets. He came out, had 11 points of their first 16. The the Nuggets led 16 to 11. Uh, But one thing that you noticed immediately in this game, Kevin Durant was aggressive hunting his shot, and taking good shots too. It's not as if he was taking bad shots and, you know, I'm out there looking for his own or anything like that. These were all shots that they needed, and he was getting them, and he was knocking them down. And with the way he's played recently, it's not a bad thing that he's looking to distribute or anything. But like I've said, there are games where he's going to need to take over and be aggressive. This was one of them, and he was that. It was – it's when you see stuff like this that you're like – you know, he should do that a little more often, maybe. 
But but anyways, uh, KD came out, had seven points in the first, was three of four from the field, one of one from three. Still distributing, had four assists in the first quarter as well. Cousins was also really the headliner of this game. He had the biggest game out of all of them, uh, especially after KD got ejected. And we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but in the first, the Warriors, they got down, uh, I think, like 16 to 7 at one point. And, you know, it's not a big deal because it's the first quarter. Obviously, you still got, you know, what, 40 minutes of game time left or something. But it wasn't a great start for for the team. Uh, Clay had a rough game. Steph was good, not great. Um, he did end up going five of ten from three, which obviously is is big. But he ended the game with seventeen points, and uh, he was six eleven from the field, five of ten from three. It's kind of funny. Uh, he did have five assists though, a uh, couple of steals, a couple of turnovers. Like I said, twenty four turnovers. It was kind of ridiculous. But anyways, first quarter, Dubs have a six-point lead, 30-24. to 24, And then in the second, they kind of started started running away with it as the uh, DeMarcus Cousins second unit was playing well. Kevin Durant went off. Uh, he had a sequence at the end of the quarter where there's three straight dunks. Oracle was lit. KD was fired up. You could obviously tell it was it was a different vibe from him. Not that he's been down or anything like that. But it was a completely different vibe from KD uh, this game. He was he was hyped. He was locked in. The whole team was, really. Um, like I said, a lot of bad turnovers. McKinney knocks down a three at one point in the first, which was great because we just need more of that. And it completed a great highlight of Steph making Paul Millsap uh, look like a fool. And then he kicks it out to McKinney, who knocks down the three. And in the last five minutes of that first quarter, that's when they really picked up the defense. Uh, like I said, in the second quarter, Warriors kind of ran away with it, but it was a lot of sloppiness from both teams. Lots of turnovers, um, a lot of good defense from the Dubs, a lot of unforced turnovers on their part as well. So one of the things I really have highlighted here for this entire game is defense and rebounding. Played great defense and did a great job rebounding. Did the Warriors. But those turnovers were sloppy terrible I mean Steve Kerr must have been ecstatic with the win but oh man I can't imagine he was really happy at all with 24 turnovers especially the the way they were turning the ball over because it's one thing if a team's playing good defense and and force you into turnovers it's another thing if you're just not paying attention and that's what a lot of them were uh were last night but uh Bogut came in at 520 in the second for Boogie Bogut had some solid minutes man he's it's the craziest part is he looks better offensively uh, than than I remember. Just more willing to take the shot, and he's making them now. I mean, maybe maybe it really is just the wear and tear on his body from only playing 28 games in Australia this year has him that much more fresh. Uh, I don't know, but it, it's it's wild. Uh, Draymond had a bunch of turnovers on some ill-advised lobs. Uh, he would throw some bad lobs <laughs> in this game that was pretty, uh, I don't know. It was bad. It was bad. But anyways, back to Kevin Durant. Three straight dunks. He's going crazy. Oracle's going crazy. Dubs are up by 16 at the half. Uh, they come out in the third quarter. Same old. Knocking down shots, being just aggressive on defense. And this is where it happened. Three minutes and 39 seconds into the third. Kevin Durant takes a three. 
was probably fouled by Paul Millsap, but he goes and gets in Zach Zarba's face, gets the T, and then goes up to him and says, come on, man, I know you saw that shit, uh, talking about the foul. And you're usually allowed that that area after you get that first T to continue to say a thing or two. Uh, I know Draymond does. <laughs> Draymond, it's funny, when Draymond gets his first T, he feels even more empowered to, to go after refs for some reason. So KD gets that T is, you know, arguing a little bit more, but not so much that he should get the second one, but then Zach Zarba tees him up again. And uh, you can see on the replay, clearly uh, KD calls him a mother and KD was gone. KD was gone before calling him that. That was after the second T. Um, but part of it, man, you got to know your personnel as far as officials, that it's Zach Zarba, and he is looking to throw tees as much as he can. He really enjoys it. He leads the league in technicals and uh, threw out a couple more last night. Steve Kerr said after the game, look, he obviously deserved the first. The second one was ridiculous, though. He should not have gotten thrown out. And I don't know if it's backlash from what happened recently. I'll refrain from saying that because of the fact that it's Zach Zarba and he likes to throw tees around anyways. Um, but it's, uh, I don't know, something to keep your eye on moving forward. Something to keep an eye on. But so KD gets tossed. He had 21 points uh, in, what, 12 minutes? <laughs> no, in 21 minutes, he had 21 points. He was playing the best ball out of anyone on the team. And uh, he gets tossed while the Warriors are up, oh, 18, made 19, I think. And you're not worried about it, but, you know, that's a, that's something that happens. Your best player gets tossed with nine minutes left in the third. That's plenty of time for a team like Denver to come back. But immediately... Uh, DeMarcus comes in, knocks down a shot on the post. Steph knocks down a three. They bump that lead up to 24, timeout Denver, and that was it. Warriors were off and running. DeMarcus Cousins had himself a hell of a game, his best game of his season with the Warriors. He ended with 28 points on 12 of 17 shooting, knocked down two threes, which is also big for him. Uh, He had 13 rebounds, five assists, two steals, two blocks. Hands down, his best game as a Warrior. And Steph was good too, but as soon as KD got knocked out of that game, got tossed, it was Boogie's game. And he really he really showed something. There's some matchups that are going to be bad for him, but man, there's some matchups where he's going to shine. And a guy like Jokic, he just, I don't know, he just has that matchup down. It's He can match size and girth and athleticism with Jokic. Uh, Steve played well against Steven Adams. He played great against Clint Capella. It, the DeMarcus Cousins thing is working. <laughs> That's all I can say, and it's working great. And he, just to watch him game to game, it's just such a reminder about how, I don't know, not pretty some of his game is, as far as the low post stuff, banging and bumping, but just how effective it is. It, it, it's crazy. Uh, He had a great game. Kevon Looney coming off the bench had a solid game. He contributed 10 points, five rebounds, three of which, guess what, are of the offensive variety. Uh, That's another thing I wanted to mention about Kevon Looney. We've talked about the fact that he uh, earlier in the year was top 10 in offensive rebounding percentage. Guess what? Top five now. He is a legit offensive rebounder. That is a, a real skill that he has that you can... I, that 
other teams have to account for. It's not just, oh, he's good. It's, you know, he, he can he gets some offensive rebounds. He is a top five offensive rebounder in the game as far as offensive rebound, rebound percentage goes. And, uh, you know, it's like Ed Davis or, or any of those other guys. He's <laughs> It's a skill that he's great at. He also had two steals and two blocks. Uh, Andre Guadalla had a hell of a game going plus 24 with zero points. I don't have to try and explain his worth to listeners to Lockdown Warriors because you all understand it, but, man, trying to explain how important Andre Guadal is to this team to someone who only reads box scores is impossible. But he had another great game to Andre. Sean was nice, too. It was just a, an all-around team win. Uh, one of the nice things, Jarebko came out, knocked down a couple threes. Uh, not quite in garbage time. Garbage time adjacent. So it's good to see him knocking down threes. McKinney knocked one down. Quinn Cook uh, didn't hit a three, so his his streak of threes uh, is over over the last three games. But he did hit a couple shots. It was just an all-around good team win. I will say also, like I mentioned, defense rebounding was huge in this game. Denver wasn't. They also just missed some shots. They also just missed some shots. But bottom line, regardless, Warriors are in their head. And they've wanted to really send a message to the Nuggets ever since that first game that they won, uh, you know, last second win, where the Warriors said, okay, we're going to beat you by 31, we're going to beat you by 17, and then we'll beat you by 14, even though we were up 30 with, you know, seven minutes to go. Uh, We own this matchup. They really wanted to send a message. That's what they've done. Going to take a quick break, come back, hear some post-game sound, some other stories to come out about the Warriors last night and today. You are listening to Locked On Warriors, and if you want to listen to Locked On Warriors, go get the Himalaya podcast app. It's one of the best new podcast apps out there. You can get Locked On Warriors on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now Himalaya. Go download Himalaya right now and tell your smart device that you want to listen to Locked On Warriors. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Microsoft Surface and Teams. At CDW, we get the future of remote meetings works differently. Oh, going right from launch directly into a meeting, that could be awkward. But with Microsoft Surface devices with Teams orchestrated by CDW, the future works better. Touchscreen voice capabilities keep Teams engaged and productive, enabling you to always collaborate with confidence. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining. You have a spinach in your teeth. Thanks for the tip, man. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash surface. What up, everybody? Welcome in. Or you know what? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. A lot of fun stuff happened last night. Not just the game, which was, I mean, hell, I I had a lot of fun with it. Um, Steph Curry is doing his, what is it, goats of... Uh, of Oracle Arena, where he's showing up in different jerseys uh, to represent some of the some of Oracle's most beloved players. He did a Baron Davis, a Stephen Jackson, and last night he had to do it for his man, Andres Bedrins. Loved it. 
I loved it. Shout out Beans. I'll never understand the the story of Beans, the guy who averaged a double-double for a couple of years and then just fell off the face of the earth. Uh, but love that guy. And I thought it was a great shout-out. And on top of that, you see Draymond Green show up in a Jason Richardson jersey, which is awesome on so many levels. Um, I also kind of noticed it was a little snug, a little snug on him. So I figured he stole it from Steph and, uh, Draymond kind of, uh, reinforced that he, he confirmed it. Here's what Draymond had to say about wearing the J rich Jersey, uh, into the arena. Uh, nah, this is the only one I'm wearing. I got respect for all those guys that came before me, but you know, this was the one that I really wanted to wear. Um, obviously the whole thing was Steph's idea and I'm like, Oh, that's dope. And then I walked in the, uh, you know, I walked in the locker room at the practice facility one day before Steph got there. It's always good to be first one at the gym. So I walked in, and he had all the jerseys hanging up in his locker. I quickly went to snatch this one. Um, so I stole it, um, and I got away with it. So. It helped that you wanted to, right? Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, you know, but nonetheless, um, you know, I feel good wearing this jersey. Obviously, being a kid growing up in Saginaw, uh, watching Jay make it out, um, you know, was was big for me and my confidence and, and my belief. And so, um, you know, Jay, Lamar Woodley, you know, all those guys watching them, and then they come full circle. Jay Rich at Michigan State, 23, Warriors, 23. Um, you know, it felt good to put this one on. So Draymond said it's the only jersey he's going to wear, you know, letting Steph do his thing. But as soon as he saw the Jay Rich, he had to steal it from Steph, and he got away with it like he said, uh, but what makes it so special, and he mentioned this, I don't know if you guys you know, really caught it, but the fact that he is from Saginaw, just like Jason Richardson. He played at Michigan State where, and wearing number 23, just like Jay Rich did, and then he's a Golden State Warrior wearing 23, just like Jay Rich. It's a pretty, pretty awesome story, pretty beautiful thing, especially knowing uh, the pride that Draymond has in Saginaw, Michigan State. And the the Warriors. So, I mean, I, I thought it was great. Really cool. I'm glad he did it. I thought he should have before stealing it from Steph. But uh, I, I, just, I thought it was awesome and uh, cool to hear him talk about it. Another thing he talked about was the fact that just Boogie playing his best basketball. And I don't want to say getting his confidence back because I don't really know if Boogie ever lost confidence. But after last night when Boogie got pulled, he was standing on the court doing handovers on his forehead looking for Jokic. Basically saying, where's Jokic? Where's this guy been all game? Just kind of rubbing it in a little bit. But look, when you have a game like Boogie did and when you lock down Jokic like he did, you can do that stuff. Uh, and I'm sure you can imagine Draymond loved it. Here's what Dre had to say. appreciate what Demarcus has done to Jokic the last two times you guys have played those guys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> with a smile on my face, you know, just you know, watching Cuz talk and you know, obviously backing up the talk he's doing on the floor with the play. But, um, you know, he's dominated that matchup these last couple times, and, you know, it's good to see. Uh, that's, you know, he kind of go at every guy who, you know, after, since his injury, a lot of people try to put some guys before him, and he go at every one of them. So, <laughs> you know, this is it's, it's personal for him, and when you can kind of back that up with the talent that he has, it's, it's special to watch. So there's Draymond just talking about the job Boogie has done 
on Jokic specifically, not just the, the points he's scoring or anything like that, but his job defensively shutting down Jokic. And uh, I, I have to give Boogie a ton of credit because he's done amazing in that aspect over the last couple times they've played Denver. And look, Denver, for whatever reason, the Warriors are hell-bent on showing Denver that they are not on their level. Now, you guys are good, and you're fun, but you are not the Golden State Warriors. You're not a contender, and we own you. <laughs> and they've done that the last three times they've played them. And uh, look, as a Warriors fan, it's been fun. I can't lie. I cannot lie. Uh, as far as the standings go after last night, Dubs beat Denver, as we know. So the Warriors are up two games on the Nuggets with five games left. And the difficulty of Denver's schedule pretty much wraps up the one seed for the Warriors. Now, it's interesting that the Rockets are now only one and a half behind Denver. So there's a chance they could get to the two seed. As far as the Warriors are concerned, they don't want Houston in the four seed because then they'd have to play him in the second round. And uh, if they're in the two or three seed, wouldn't have to see them till the Western Conference Finals. San Antonio won last night. So did OKC. So their spots haven't changed. OKC is still the eighth seed. San Antonio is still the seventh seed. And uh, we'll see what happens moving forward as both teams uh, play tonight. So could get some movement in that 7-8 spot. We will see. We will see. Going to take one more quick break. Come back. Uh, Turns out Steph Curry's been the best shooter in the world, or you know what, the best shooter ever, while not being able to see. He's had some trouble with his eyesight, but it hasn't slowed him down. We're going to talk about that next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant to learn more. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked on Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? Dubs. Beat the Nuggets. Draymond steals a jersey. Boogie has his best game of the year. And we also find out today that Steph Curry actually needs glasses and contact lenses. And he just started wearing them recently. Uh, He has a stigmatism from... uh, God, I'm not even going to try and say it. He has some sort of thing with his eye. I'll put it that way. And now he started wearing contacts. People asked him the other day about how he broke out of his post-All-Star game shooting slump uh, when he was shooting only 
36% from three after the All-Star break. And in his first nine seasons, he shot 46% from three after the All-Star break. He was in a legit slump, and they asked, and he said, I started wearing contacts. He said he was serious. No, I started wearing contacts. And what he has is a condition called keratokinus. Probably said it completely wrong. But the bottom line is he doesn't have perfect 2020 vision. And now that he put on uh, some contact lenses, got his vision corrected, he is shooting fifty over 50% from three in his last nine games, knocking down five threes a game. So, he's... I mean, you can't make this stuff up. I don't know. I don't have a lot to say about it besides it's funny. He's seeing clearly. Uh, it is wild as someone who, you know, is vision impaired as well to go from cor- not not corrected vision to corrected vision. It is like day and night. And that's basically what Steph said. And uh, it's just wild to think that he was doing what he's done his entire career while having impaired vision. And it's not that bad, obviously. Uh, Marcus Thompson mentions that Steph squints a lot. So, you know, it's not so bad that he can't make stuff out by squinting. But just the fact, I don't know, man. It's just, you can't make it up. It's crazy. I suggest you all go to The Athletic, subscribe to The Athletic, read Marcus Thompson's piece about it there. Because it's pretty funny and makes a pretty funny uh, correlation to the movie Book of Eli starring Denzel. Which I'm sure you've all seen. You better have. <laughs> Moving on to tonight's League Pass picks for this evening. Pretty wild evening in uh, the NBA. 12 games, but not a lot of great ones. It's, uh, you know, just one of those nights where a lot of teams whose seasons are already over playing teams who have something to play for. Uh, But I'm going to go with Houston at the Clippers. Obviously, because of the standings, San Antonio at Denver, obviously, because of the standings, uh, both teams coming off a of back-to-back last night. And you know what? Indiana-Detroit, another good one. Two playoff teams in the East battling. Uh, this other one doesn't have playoff implications, but, man, Atlanta's so fun to watch. Uh, Philly at Atlanta is another good one. Um, that's going to be the main thing moving forward as far as, you know, the games that are remaining goes is... Playoff standings, because it's still up in the air. It's still up in the air who the Warriors will play at eight. And uh, I don't know. I don't know who you would prefer them to play at eight either. I'm kind of eh, torn's not the right word. OKC's been playing so bad. Why should we care if they play OKC? Maybe just to avoid any lingering drama. I guess. Who knows? They might avoid it altogether and get San Antonio anyways. But we will see. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can't climb a mountain if it's smooth, right? You got to go over the rough spots. (laughs) Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. San Jose Sharks hockey is back, and we've got you covered five days a week at Locked On Sharks. I'm Kyle Demetrius. I'm J.D. Young. I'm Eric Fowle. And together, we make sure you're never without your Sharks programming. Will the Sharks make a trade for a right winger? We got you covered. Will Eric Carlson's groin hold up for the entire season? We've got you covered. Whatever happens with Team Teal every day, we've got you covered at Locked On Sharks five days a week on the Locked On Podcast Network.
This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.